Hey, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And um, it, th- this, <laughs> this, is, this is something I've just been noticing. Um, you know, there's been this conversation going around the internet about black women and getting married and marriage, and you know, it, it all roots back to, to our to our boy Kevin, right? To the Godfather Kevin Samuels, he's been promoting this this topic, and I think people are starting to take it more seriously. I'm starting to see this topic in, on other people's platforms too. Women are asking, men are asking, why why aren't we married? Why are black women not getting married? And um, I think I have a different perspective on it. Even though I have the same answer as most people, just simply because, like, I really grew up half and half. Like, I really grew up around black girls and white girls, and I still, in some way, some form, have contact with a lot of them. Like, when I say a lot of them, I mean enough to make a general statement. And what I can genuinely say, guys, for y'all who probably don't know as many white women or white people as I do, um, I'm going to tell y'all something. Them folks is over there getting married. And them folks is over there starting life. And they're not waiting until they're 30, 40, 50 years old to do it. You see, we've been allowed to think that we can, we have time. When and it was crazy when Ken, when Kevin says danger zone, that should be striking me. I, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, women, yeah. But I also be thinking, like, shit, I think we got a danger zone too, fellas. You know what I'm saying? So the question is of the day, why is it that? We're just talking about women here. Why is it that the um, there's so like why is it the majority of my white friends? I'm just gonna speak for me, right? And I'm pretty sure there's other brothers who can attest to this because y'all probably grew up. Shit, some of y'all who listen, y'all grew up with me, so you already know what I'm about to say. Why is it that most of our white female friends, when we go on their Instagrams and their Facebooks, oh my God, look it's Kelly, oh shit, they're all. Almost literally all of them are either A, married, or B, in very, very serious, committed relationships. Why is that? When you go into the you go into your black girls' pages or you, you get in contact with them, um barely any of them are married, and barely any of them are um excuse me, are um in serious relationships. What they are doing is complaining about this and complaining about that. These niggas ain't, they got all these memes and these Justin La, La Girl memes and, and, um, they got this new page. Niggas be broke, okay? That's what I, that's how I read it. Like, posting her memes or whoever made that page, okay? Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, that's all you really see a whole bunch of, why can't I get this? And it be, you know, them little cartoons having sex. You know what I'm talking about. Right. With the, with the exaggerated body parts, like his dick is like 20 inches long. And her ass is like freaking hot air balloon. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Y'all know them pictures. I'm talking about them little black and white drawings almost. And it'd be like black people, like with exaggerated body parts, having sex, like with like the pussy, like dripping juice. Right. That's all you see. So they're clearly horny and lonely and desperate, whatever the case may be. Right. So why is that? What? Why is that? These white girls that I grew up with, right? Let me talk about them for a second. A lot of them were sluts. A lot of them was fucking around just as much as the black girls, if, if not more. If not more. A lot of them had childish mentalities at one point. So why is it 
that they are now different? Well, I don't know where to start, so I'm just going to start. I know one thing, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together. They say you're going to be the average out of the, what is it, I think five, the four to five people you, you talk to and hang around. So if most of the people around you are in a gang, right? Eventually, bro, you're probably going to join a gang, bro, or start doing gang-like shit. Or you're just going to be that one nigga who gets all the consequences of being a gang member without actually being a gang member because that's who you're hanging around with every day anyway, right? So if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who read books, bro, you're going to eventually pick up a book. I promise. I don't care if you don't read it all. Or you're going to get kicked out of that group. Or you're going to kick yourself out of that group. You know, because they're sitting around talking about what book they read and you're just like, <laughs> they eventually going to look at you and be like, well, they're going to start doing certain things. When they go to book fairs and stuff like that, they're not going to invite you because they know you don't read. Eventually, that, that that group of friendship will, it will eventually evaporate. They're not going to be, y'all not going to beef, but y'all eventually going to go y'all separate ways. Okay, so if you're hanging out with people who are having children out of wedlock, it's going to let you know that it's okay. It's it, and it's not that it's okay. It's just that it sucks to be that one person doing dumbass shit around people who ain't doing dumbass. But when you got some other dumbasses around you, it's okay. It's okay. You know, um, if you're if all your friends are getting are 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 being vetted for marriage or or getting married, you're going to push yourself into that to that light too. Even if you got to go get with a man that you probably wouldn't normally date. So the next thing I want to say is this. You think what? You think white girls don't like the bad guy? You don't think that there's bad boys in the white community, right? The white boys that are fuck boys and just want to have sex and all that other shit. Of course. You think they don't make they girls pussies drip the same way, you know, street niggas and thug niggas make y'all pussies drip? Of course. But white girls are smart enough to know that's not who I'm bringing home. Not to mention family is very important to them folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we just talk, when I say white girls, yeah, it's white girls, but we're talking about basically the mentality too. So that means, yes, Asian girls, Spanish girls, and honestly, I'd even put some black girls over there on that side of the fence just because of their mentality and who they hang around, how they carry themselves. So you know what I mean when I say white girls, we're just keeping it bland here. But yes, overall, for the most part, I am speaking about white women, but let's not play technical games, okay? So... Or we'll never get anywhere in this conversation because you'll be too busy talking about other shit, right? So why is it, why is it that you think they didn't, they didn't find those guys attractive? They do. It's just that they were smart enough to know, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I understand that that's what I may like find very attractive, but that's, first of all, I love my family. My family would never, ever allow me to marry him. And I'm not losing my family's love and respect and honor just for some dick. It's just not going to happen. Now, some white girls be trying their families up. And you see where those white girls end up. Those white girls end up on the street somewhere with pink and purple hair and piercings all in their face. Talking about some trans lives matters or some 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 protest that has nothing to do with them. That's, that's where them feminism, Planned Parenthood as white girls end up at. You know what I'm saying? Like the other ones are married, traveling the world. And yes, they work the same thing. That's another thing I want to go into really, really quickly. 
when I talk to my white female friends I grew up with, that's when they tell me what they're doing for a living. You go on their page, all you see is, is animals, flowers, vacations, and their man. That's power. I don't think you understand how powerful what I just said. When you go on their page, all you see is flowers, animals, vacations, a cup of coffee, what food they ate yesterday, and their man. Their man is all over their page. And I don't think it's because he's making her. I don't think it's because, you know, saying she's trying to let people know, don't talk to me. I'm having a boyfriend. No, it's just simply that's that's what's cool to them. That's cool to them. That's what they want to be put out to the universe. So let's go back to this whole bad boy thing, right? I think this is going to go into one of my bigger points. I think one of the main reasons why you see black women have babies, white girls have marriages. Okay? Um, Because it does come back down to the men, eventually. And that's how I'm going to bring it full circle. I'm going to show you. Listen, just listen to me. Right? So the white girl, she understands several things here in this situation. I don't have time. Okay, they look at life differently. Black people, we are taught, and this goes to the men too, you do everything in your 20s, and then when you hit your 30s and your 40s, then you start to look for reality. You start to come back to reality. White people are taught, no, you do everything in your teens. And once you leave college, the last, the latest you go, really in college, you're supposed to stop the bullshit. You, you get serious. They don't wait till they're 35 years old to get serious. And then thinking that they'll actually have the same options at 35 years old. They understand fully that for me to have a quality man of my choice, real love, not settled love, like so many black people are going to have to probably do, Right. I'm going to have to get this in right now while I'm young and I'm fit and I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glowing and I can jump up in the air and scream hooray and all this other shit. When I can jump out of an airplane and my heart won't be affected by it. When I can go have fun with my man. They're not afraid to put their man before their friends. And they still have their friends. And that's why. Because their friends also have men that they're putting before their friends. So they're smart enough to know the the bad boy is is fun, but he's 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 not going to be an efficient husband. So they leave them white men to the to the wolves. Them white men become what you call leftovers for the white girls who didn't get right either. But the white girls who get right. Who have families that they, they have to keep honor. They have to bring honor to their family. They, they, take, they take pride in bringing honor to their family. They find a good white guy. That don't mean he got to be a rich white guy. That don't mean that he has to be, you know, whatever. But a lot of the time, he ain't that bad. I've looked at a lot of these, of, of the white girl I grew up with, the men that they were, if they're not like to say like, lame. It's just, they not the type of white boy I remember they used to go for back in the day. They ain't go for them type of white boys. They went for them different type of white boys. You know what I'm saying? And even them white boys, I, I go on their pages, they're married too. Because they've changed now. We don't grow up as black people. We don't know, okay, you know what? 24, 
leave that shit behind. They, they literally leave that shit behind. Most of my white friends and most of my black friends who hang out with more so white people than black people, they're different. There was a white girl I dated. I dated a white girl. We're going to just call her Mandy, right? Well, we'll call her what her name is. Her name is Amanda. Amanda um, was different when me and her dated, right? She went off, and somebody's crazy. I talked to somebody around the time when all this happened, and they said, I said, I said, um, they said, uh, oh, have you spoke to Amanda lately? I said, no, you know, me and her fell out. We don't, you know, we're not together or anything. And we're not even friends. We're not enemies, but we're just not friends or anything. He's like, oh man, she's doing so good. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, she's in school. She's in a sorority. I said, Amanda's in a sorority? Because she was not that type of white girl. She was a rebellious little white girl, like to get high and do drugs. So then it's crazy. I was, I was working at the time at Target seasonal. We were, I was, um, I was working, I was working at a time at Target, um, you know, like stocking and stuff. I worked in the stock room. It was nice. I, I ain't gonna lie. I liked it. I had a lot of fun, you know, saying we had a lot of fun working there. You know, if you ever just down bad and you need a job, man, I, I, I would recommend a place like Target. It's fun. I ain't gonna lie to you. Decent little check, decent little benefits, get in there, save your money. And then when, and when the season, cause it's seasonal when it's done, you move on, you know what I'm saying? And then you go back to doing big ball of things, right? So anyways, um, and I saw her. And I almost, I swear if I didn't remember her face, I would not have recognized her. She dressed different. She even spoke. She said, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, like, yo, what's up? Like, you feel me? Like she was the type to wear her, wear like a fitted cap. Like she was different. But she realized that shit isn't going to get me real life. Real life is husband, kids, Home, dog, cat, business, a nice lawn, and travel the world. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Because they were they and it is they were smart enough to know I have to leave behind the bad boy. And I I was the bad boy. She would have she wouldn't have what she had right now had she stayed with me. You know what I'm saying? Because Shit, I wasn't on that type of time. You feel me? I wasn't finna marry her ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? And white girls start to realize that he's a cool guy. He's a nice, he might even be a good guy. But he's not going to marry me and he's not going to give me a family. He's not going to give me these real relationship goals. You know what I'm saying? He's going to play and we're just going to be some playing ass people for the next 10, 15 years. And I can't have that because I have stuff I really want to do in life. And maybe that's just what's more important to them than what it is to black girls. You know what I'm saying? And 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 here's how I know that what I'm saying is very true. Everything I'm saying is very true. The white girls who went to school with me, who were like freshmen, for example, when I was like a senior, right? They're married. The black girls who were older than me, when those same white girls were just crawling out of middle school, are still on Instagram twerking their life away. Never been married, but they have children. And then the saddest part about it, if you let them tell it, well, I've been engaged, but I called it off. And they say that shit like it's something to be proud of. Girl, you you playing with your life though. You think see they 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 think they have so many options. 
and they'll never run out. They're never going to get old. They're never going to hit a wall. They, they you know, whenever they feel like they're ready, they'll go and get one. And, 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 and they don't need one anyway. So how is it that you don't, you feel like you don't need a man, but you're screaming about how this world is against black people and how you have it worse than a white woman. But she's smart enough to realize with all the privilege that she has, with all the family legacy that she has, she still needs a man. They feel urgency. They feel duty. They feel discipline. And you could tell because if they didn't feel that way, why are they getting married at 23, 24? I mean, these are some of these white girls I'm coming across lately on um, on the Internet. These are these are white girls who are younger than me. These ain't, I'm not even talking about the white. She don't you don't even want me to talk about what the white girls that. We're in the same grade as me are doing. You don't want me to go there. I'm talking about the white girls that were younger. They're married. They're already in their home with the man. They're already taking trips with the man. And what's crazy, some of them I've talked to, they're not rich. Shit, so I know some black girls making more money than them as a couple. If you want to, if you want me to go there, I know some black women that have more money. It's some of these white couples I'm talking about. I'm talking about both of them combined. I'm a calculator. I don't count people's pockets. But if you tell me two, three, four things, I can just tell you how much money you're probably making annually. And it's not because I'm counting people's pockets. It's just these are the type of things that I, I you know, I'm involved with. I'm, I study these things. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to get up there too. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yo, this is something serious that is happening here. You know what I'm saying? And it's about priorities, about what's fought for. So black women are out here wasting their youth with black men who aren't going to marry them. The ones that would marry them, they don't want them. And black women don't know how to say to themselves, you know what? This may not be what my pussy wants, but my heart, from what I say, my mind and everything else. And if I just give this a chance, who knows? My pussy might just throb for him. Now, I'm going to say some shit that's really real, and I know some black men may not like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. And unfortunately, and this, this this is not because there's not good black men. It's because they go for the bad ones. That's all it is. Most of the black girls I know that are, married, are not married to black men. Because they have this mentality where, black women have this mentality where, if I can't get this street nigga to do what I need this street nigga to do for me, then my only option is to go far left and go all the way to another race. They skip over all the good brothers in between. What's crazy is what they'll call, what they'll say about a, a good black man, they'll say he's lame or he's corny or he's boring, and then they'll turn around and go get with the corny, lame, and boring white boy or Asian boy. And it's like, damn, you could have shit. I mean, really? Like, that's how I feel about it. I'd be like, really? Like, okay, I thought you just didn't like nerdy dude you went and but you know it's not that you just and it, it just it's just sad because that's how that's what our culture teaches us so the next thing i thought about was okay well let's be fair here let's not just put it all on the women because they're not the ones that get on their knee anyway are black men being groomed to be husbands no most of us grew up in single parent households 
Most of us, our culture teaches us, be a player, be a dog. How many women can you fuck? Not which one are you going to marry? Our culture doesn't even tell us anything about marriage, for real. Our culture tells us about more divorce than it does marriage. Our culture teaches us to not respect women. They're not women, they're bitches, they're hoes. Where do you, where the hoes at? White boys don't sit around like, where the hoes at? First of all, second of all, here's another thing I want to throw out there. I want to throw this out there really quick before I forget to throw it out there. White people date within their circles. Black people, we do too sometimes, but most of the time we're all trying to look to some stranger that we can't get no background check on because we don't even know them. As, as for y'all, and for y'all who have white friends that are married or in serious, serious relationships that might as well be marriage because it's going to be marriage anytime now, right? Ask them, where'd you meet your man? Ask your white female friends or your white or your white guy friends, where did they meet their man or their woman? And I guarantee you, how much you want to bet they're going to say something along these lines. Well, we were in a group together in college. Or we grew up together in the same neighborhood. Or he goes to my church. Or my mom knows his mom. It's going to be like, they're going to say, or we run into, we were, we actually started off as friends. That's another thing white women will do that black women will not do. They'll start to realize, hmm, everything I want, my friend has it. And they will elevate, they will, they will, they will, um, what's the, they will promote a guy that they've kept in the friend zone into a relationship zone. Now, black women will do that too, but they would say they're 35, 38, damn near 40, if not 40 years old, already then had two, three kids by another man to do it, which is just disrespectful if you ask me. The white girl does it at 23 years old. Y'all don't hear me though. And I know several white women who are now married to guys that they shunned when we was in high school and middle school. Now they're married to him. Y'all don't hear me though. I didn't just say they, 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 they. No, they're married to the guy that they put in the friend zone in middle school and high school. You see what I'm saying? They're not scared to do that shit. Okay. Another, another thing I, I've, I've learned with them is they don't, they don't play. They set it all out on the table. They, I'm going to have this, that, and the third. I'm going to get it this way. I have, I have a black female friend I speak to every day. And I, and I am fully convinced, and I bet money if she heard this, she would laugh because she knows it's true. She woke up at some point in her life and she said, I am going to have a career. I am going to have a husband. He is going to give me children in that order. Husband, then children. And I'm going to have a house. And she has that shit, bro. She don't date just a date. She don't use niggas for money. She's not just trying to get some dick. Because she's smart enough to know those things come with the goal. And she's black. She hangs out with black girls. And she's married. I got a black, I have a black female friend I grew up with, but she grew up hanging out with white girls. She used to be a certain type of way too. And matter of fact, our last year in high school, she, she, she stopped hanging out with a lot of us. She became different. Now she's married. She got three kids. She's been married for, with three kids for a long time. She married some little Chinese boy. 
Who would have ever seen that coming from me? From uh, what's her name? Mila, Mila, Milan. No, Milan is her younger sister. Who would ever saw that coming? But that came with growing up too. That came with saying, "I I can't just smoke weed all day. I gotta, you know, if I want a man, I gotta do this. I gotta do that." It came with growing up. And it's sad, you know what I'm saying? It it breaks my heart that to know, like, it, it, I, 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 when I really think about it, I don't think I know any black girls that are married from the girls I grew up with that are married to black men. Now, I'm not trying to promote the message for black girls, oh, if you want to get married, you got to go get your white boy, Spanish boy. I think that what it comes back down to is what I said earlier. You know, they'll look at the good black guys and be like, nah, he kind of lame, you know what I'm saying? And I think what it is, is culturally, it's more acceptable to be with a lame white boy than it is to be with a lame black guy. I think a lot of us will hear people hear me say that and they don't want to admit it or they can't see what I just said. But I'm just going to say it. I think culturally, on a, from a societal level, um, it's more expected, too. I mean, if you're a black girl with a white guy, it's going to be more expected that you're going to be with a boring ass, you know, kind of corny white boy. But nobody expects the badass black girl, sexy ass black girl, to be the corny, but good. He's still a good guy, black guy. So, like I said, they, when they see a black guy that's a good guy, they'll look over him. But then they'll go around and get a white boy who's the same fucking way, if not worse. You see what I'm saying? And then, then it comes back down to, well, what's what's well then, Tommy? What's considered corny? You know, at that point. So that's why you see the black women with with non-black men. It's not necessarily that there's not good black men. It's not that. It's just that for some reason, and maybe we can have a whole different episode about that. When they see the when they see the good black guy, and the good black guy is not always lame, y'all. The good black guy sometimes does have tattoos. The good black guy sometimes, you know, is kind of cool. It's just the good black guy is just he just not like. A lot of the time, he's just not what our culture tells us black girls go for. Or I don't know. I don't know how to say what I'm saying. I really don't know how to say it. But I, I think some of y'all get the point of what I mean, right? And that's why a lot of those black guys end up with. They also end up in non really um uh, non in, uh, interracial relationships. Y'all, give me some, give me a time. They end up in non. They end up in interracial relationships too because that's the only person that really would actually take them. They want black women. They just and then then what happens is black girls see it and they're like, "Oh, he's a sellout. He's a coon." No, he tried to get with a black girl. It's just y'all didn't want him. I remember there was there was this one brother that was getting hell for that shit, and I had asked this black girl. I said, "Okay, you're you're talking about him because you're saying." Oh, here go another successful brother that ran to the white woman. But I said, let me ask you something. Seriously, look at that man. If that man, it would, without you knowing what you know about him, just look at him. If he approached you on the streets, would you have even gave him the time of day? And she couldn't, she couldn't, she, you know, black women do in conversation like that. They deflect. She couldn't say yes. She couldn't say no. She wanted to hit me with, oh, that's a hypothetical. No, you know damn well. Look at this. Look at this brother. And I wasn't trying to insult him. I was just keeping it real based on what I've seen black girls go for. I said, if that brother approached you on the street and you didn't know what you know, and I knowing what you know, you probably would go for it. Probably. Probably. 
But just based off how he carries himself, how he speaks, would you have given that brother the time of day? No, you wouldn't have. And I'm going to tell you some real shit. They see brothers like that a lot of the time as intimidating. Believe it or not. Because they know what comes with a brother like that. Intellect. Whether he's beta or he's alpha, there's still going to be a lot of intellect they won't be able to keep up with or give anything or add anything to because they're not used to that. They've got through life, A, off of looks, and B, off of dumbass niggas. Not to go off topic, most black women talking about something. I'm tired of dealing with these niggas who always talking about some what you doing, or pull up. Okay, when you meet the nigga who don't talk like that, a lot of y'all drop the ball and fumble. A lot of y'all are going to drop that ball and fumble. I've had a woman recently tell me, damn, I ain't never had nobody ask me the questions you asked me. And I was just like, what? These are, to me, these are basic questions. And I said it. I said, you must be used to dealing with, with like street niggas. You know what I'm saying? And, and she was just, she just couldn't really say nothing. Like, because, you know, it's true. So, black ladies, why are you having kids and not having marriage? And everybody else is getting married. So where are we as a people at this point going wrong? I think it's it, it truthfully really starts with the fact that y'all are only going for your trash. White women know trash is fun, but I'm 24 now. Time to leave the trash behind. If I can't elevate the trash to be something better, then it's time to leave it behind. So you girls are going for the black guys that may be nice. They may look good. They can dress like a motherfucker. They know how to, they know how to use their dingalings. But they're never going to marry you. They might even have a lot of money, but they're never going to marry you. The ones who actually are going to marry you, the ones who want to marry you, you you look over them. Have you ever seen the show Dear White People on Netflix? You see how Sam treated Reggie? And then what is she, who she go run and get with though? The white version of Reggie. Who is lame, way lamer. I wouldn't even say Reggie's lame. But to an average black girl, Reggie's lame. But Reggie will, is going to marry you. Reggie's going to bring home the bacon. And Reggie's going to take care of his kids and provide and protect you. But that's not who she wanted. But look who she did date at one point. Troy, the bad boy. Troy, the local neighborhood player. And I know it's a TV show, but it's a TV show that is grafted off of our real experiences. 
So you have to really think this is what's really going on. Right. So then after that, she said, fuck both of you niggas, Troy and Reggie. And who she go running after? Lame ass Gabe, the white boy. If you haven't done it, like seriously, like go watch the show, Dear White People. I've I've watched all of them, all three of the the seasons, several times. I'm actually rewatching it again. This is probably like my ninth time watching this shit because I love breaking it down. I mean, there's other things to break down in the show as well. You know, another movie I like to break down, this is off topic, but Django is actually way deeper than it, it than meets the eye. I know it's all fun to watch all the black man kill all the white people, but it's, it's actually deeper than that. There's a lot of stuff going on in that background of that movie. If you pay, t- man, let me tell you, I could do a whole two hour episode breaking down Django. Just literally, and we could watch it together, like break that shit down. Okay, like there's a lot going on in the background of Django. A lot. Way more than what meets the eye. Right? So, my whole thing is this. Like, what's what's going on? Is family, does family matter? Uh, you know, in our seat, I think that another thing is we've settled for a shaken definition of family. White people are still like, no, family, husband, wife, children. Where black people are like, well, black women are like, you know, family can be me and my two kids. It's sad. You know, it's sad that black women at one point in America were getting left and stranded. Whether the black man was dying or going to jail or he was just actually just leaving. They were getting left to be single moms. Now they're choosing to be single moms. Almost every girl I talk to that's a single mom tells me that she's chose not to be with her baby dad. Do you let them tell it? He was toxic. So you were perfect and you attracted a toxic man. Okay. Hmm. Can I see this brother? Um, yeah, let me see if I got a picture of him. Wait, why do you want to see him? I just want to see him. Now, look at the brother. And I don't judge him, but I just look at him. And I say, what did you think you was going to get from him? So you didn't have any any other options? And let them tell it they didn't. That's a fucking lie. That shit pisses me off. That's a fucking lie. That nigga you keep telling me is your bro? That was That was your man. God didn't send him to be your bro. He sent him to be your man. But you put him in his bro. Big bro. He's like a brother to me. He's supposed to be like a husband to you, you dummy. See, white women, they understand that shit. They, it may take them a while. It may take them a while to realize it, but they don't wait too long to figure it out. God didn't send um, Chad to be your bro. He sent Chad to be your hoe. I'm just not a hoe, but you know what I'm saying. Your husband. He's not supposed to be bestie. He's supposed to be hubby. Black women don't want to hear that shit. They do not want to hear that shit. But 
keep it real, black woman. Think about a lot of the men you consider friends. You may not find them attractive. They may not make that pussy drip when you think about them. But quality-wise, because sex is only, what, 30 minutes, an hour, 15, sometimes five? Okay, so after that, real life come back to play, right? Quality-wise, tell me your friends ain't the ones that have the most to offer. All the shit you claim to be looking for and all the shit that you know you just need whether you want it or not. Tell me that your black your black male friends aren't the best prospects. Compared to the niggas that you running after. That nigga phone you blowing up. That nigga you sitting around losing sleep over. And he over there having sleepovers. Bars, nigga. I'm going to write that shit down. You losing sleep over. He having sleepovers. <laughs> but look what he told her. Now she's colder. Face ass. And when she feel the way, maybe when she's sober. Let me start. Let me start. Give y'all these free bars, man. Let me give you. Hey, 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 hey. They don't want to hear me though. They don't want to hear me though. Like seriously. And for y'all black girls, let me ask you some serious questions. Especially y'all who have white friends and black friends. How many weddings have you been to in the last ten years? How many of them with black women marrying black men? What's sad is all my black male friends who are married are married to other women. Every last one of them. Let me think before I say that. Like, seriously, like, do I have any black male friends married to a black woman that are married? I feel like I just, I want to say yes, because I don't want to believe that. I don't. All the ones that's coming to my head, maybe... Later on, I'll see something or think about it, whatever. They're all, no, they're all married to white women. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. They're all married to white women. I just ran through my, my mental Rolodex. They're all married to white or non-black women. And when I think about a lot of these brothers, once again, not to diss them, because to me, they're great men. I don't. I know a lot of y'all may not sit see it that way is because of they're not street or whatever like that. And what's crazy? Some of them used to be street, but they turned their life around. Now they're great men. What's crazy is these are great men, and I'm pretty sure that in an ideal world they would be married to black women. But black women passed them up. They tried. Some of these brothers, I was shocked. I was like, "Man, you wouldn't got him a white girl." Okay. But when I thought about it, I'm like, that's probably who wanted his ass. He tried to talk to the black girl. She didn't want him. So what he's supposed to do? Be lonely forever? To wait for one of y'all? Oh, so when you're 33, when you're 38, when you're 42, and you've already been ran through, and you come with all this baggage, and you got a kid or two, and some crazy ex-boyfriend who keep following you around in life. Now, so now he's supposed to just shut up and just deal with no. Fuck that. This is a this is what we call a high value man, a high quality man. 
Not just because of his money and his career and education, but because of his mentality and the way he carries himself. And his constant progress in life. His, his will to always grow. To know more, to do better, be better. His desire to be a man and have a family and protect and provide for said family. That's why he's a high quality man. That's why he's a high value man. And guess what? Black women, when they're in their prime, they ignore men like him. Meanwhile, there's white women, Spanish women, Asian women. With, yes, a lot of them who want his ass bad. So you will go up there and get all the education in the world first. First and make that your main priority. And in the meantime, you'll date a whole bunch of fuck boys. Let's call them what they are. Whether they street or not, you'll date a whole, they could be professional basketball players. They're still some fuck boy, right? And that's crazy, man. You, you'll date all these brothers like that. And then when it's time, it's too late. You don't even realize you wasted a lot of time and energy and your dating pool has now shrunk. So you might go out there and be the most educated sister in the world. And at that point, the best man that you'll meet works at a warehouse. I'm not saying that to diss him. I'm not saying that to diss him at all. Like, he works at a warehouse. He don't deserve no, like, they say, bro, nigga don't deserve no pussy, right? And no, that's not what we're talking about here, because we're not immature. We don't say stupid shit like that, broke bitches. I don't even call, I don't even look at women for their money, right? I hate when niggas be like, I don't fuck with broke bitches. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I, be more specific then, brother, because you just talking about money here. You're supposed to have it by yourself anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would never turn down a good woman just because she don't make much money. Like, that's stupid. Because if I'm making money, then shit, we good anyway. You know what I'm saying? And some people in life, bro, they just need the right people around them anyway. You know? Um, so once again, you know, why is it, why are these white girls? And another thing is like, I think it's just, you know, I, I think ultimately it just comes back down to their perception of reality. I think white women are overall more realistic about life. And I think to a certain extent, it's because a lot of them might feel like they have to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the white girls are just as educated as y'all. They have as many businesses or have as much career going on as a lot of y'all. So once again, I asked the same question I asked earlier. So why do they feel the need to get a man? Why are they moving urgently about their men? And you guys are like, well, you know, it's going to come when it comes. I hate when I hear people say shit like that. You don't look at your career like it's going to come when it comes. You don't look at your education like it's going to come when it comes. You don't look at your body uh, and it being snatched like it's going to come when it comes. You don't look at your weave and your wigs like it's going to come when it comes. You don't look at these kids like they're going to come when they come. But when it comes to having a husband, which is, believe it or not, for a woman, one of the most righteous things in God's eyes for you to eventually have or do is to be a wife and be a mother. A mother to the children you've had with your husband. But for some of y'all, that's too late. You can still kind of do it, but it won't be the same. Right? But it's okay. 
Um, why? Right? Why, why is that? Priority. Like you said, it will come when it come. These, 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 this education though, I got to get that. So here's a real question then. A lot of y'all have this mentality like you can't, why, why are they having it and having the other thing too? Well, once again, white women are meeting men within their circle, so they don't have to do too much. A lot of white women would tell you they knew their husband before they knew their husband. Can I get an amen? They knew him before they knew him. You see, so a lot of the processing that black people have to go through when we date each other, a lot of white people or non-black people don't because they've already, they already know who they get involved with. That takes away a lot of things. I, I know you. I've, I've been knowing you. I've been knowing you for years. I knew you before you thought we would ever be together. So you told me about you. You told me all this shit. So I'm already knowing what type of time you on. They be knowing each other, bro. Almost every white person I know that's married or in severe, serious relationships. I'm telling you. They be knowing their husbands and wives, bro, and their boyfriends and girlfriends. Like, they know them folks. And that makes them want to work even harder, even when shit gets bad. They're not so quick to just get up and just leave like black people are, especially black women. They, they're not because they, they're not going to be able to leave them. They're not going to be able to leave them. How they gonna leave him? He's everywhere. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. They they be feeling trapped, they're stuck with each other, but they make it work. See, when you hear what I just said, black people, what black people we get scared? I say I can't be trapped and stuck. No, they make that shit work. We the ones that make it into something that's not supposed to be. They make their they're trapped or whatever you want to call it. They make that shit work for them. They make that shit work. We don't. They make that shit work. Can y'all hear my stomach right now? I've, I've went back to like not eating late and not eating till like 12. So like I basically at that point, I stopped eating at like, like nine, the latest. So that's 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Like down there 12 hours of not eating. <laughs> and then I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. So it's like, and it's nine right now. So I'm like, my stomach is like <laughs> breaking shit down. Like, hey, we're not used to this just yet. Like, shut up. <laughs> You've done this before. You'll do it again. <laughs> You're going to get used to it in 72 hours tops. Like, yeah. and we're almost at the 72th hour. 72nd. That's a tooth. 
Okay, so like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want y'all to hear what I'm saying. It's not to compare y'all. It's not to make y'all feel bad because it's also our fault as well. We haven't been groomed to be husbands, a lot of us. And the ones that have, y'all are overlooking. So that goes back to where it's your fault. It's not a thing that you fight for. You fight for your hair. You fight for the right to wear bonnets in public, which I don't have a problem with. But whatever, y'all got this little war going on right now in the, in the, on the internet about bonnets. And should they wear them or should they not? I think there's a time and place for everything. Um, you go into Walmart right quick. I, you know, to me, it doesn't bother me. You go into an interview, you go into work. Mm, now we got something to talk about. Um, you know, it, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's all, it's all up in, it's all up in the air right now, man. But I'm telling you right now, black people, until we really realize how powerful, the family unit is, we'll never really get anywhere as a people. I don't care how much education we get, how much, uh, how much enrollment we have. Um, hey, we ain't gonna go there. I know somebody just said, mm, because they understand why, why I threw that zinger in there. Like I said, how much enrollment we have. Uh, I don't care how many businesses we own. I don't care about none of that shit. And um, not knocking nobody in a racial relationship, but I don't care how many black people are married, but married to non-black people. Okay, for us to understand the true preservation of our race, if you're if to be truly pro-black, yes, we have a duty, an obligation to find black spouses, um, whether that's your husband or wife, whatever you into. And at that point, especially if, especially if you're somebody of quality, but I do, I, I I will say this: if you're a black man or a black woman, and you've tried to date black people, you've given the benefit of doubt to certain black people you've tried to stop dating the bad boy or the bad bitch too for the brothers y'all going for the good sisters too out here and it does not working and there's i'm not i'm not ever going to tell nobody to be lonely now that for the sake of the black race fuck the black race at that point okay i ain't gonna tell nobody to live alone and die alone and and miss their mark miss their mark meaning You've 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 entered a danger zone or, or whatever like that, you know, whatever you want to call it. You about to hit your wall, my brother, my sister. You ain't gonna have the same pool no more. Get it while you can. You know what I'm saying? While it's it's really fresh for the pickings. Because had I been thinking the way I think now, and I wish I wouldn't have been such a damn player growing up, I would I'd be married. Cause there was women that wanted to marry me, but I wanted to fuck them. And those are some good ass black women too, and some non black women as well. Uh, and and I tell you one thing, I'm becoming, I'm raising my quality every day as we speak. I'm not about to be lonely for no black girl. I am I'm just not. As much as I want to help preserve my race, if if I start to become more like I guess a lame black guy, and because I don't smoke and I don't drink no more, and I'm I don't do this and I don't do that, then guess what? If there's a white woman waiting for me at the finish line, the goddamn it, that's who's, that's who's coming with me. And I'll be just another good brother black women didn't want. That they're going to call all kind of names, but I tried for years. Because I stopped really being like a real... Even when I was a player, I wasn't a player. I was just a player, if that make any sense. Like, I ain't never been a player in a relationship. But when I was single, yeah, I was doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Um... But I've been on the hunt for, like, I guess a wife for a couple years now. You know? And I can genuinely say that, like, it's just like, it's like dealing with the same 
thing, no matter which type of black woman you get, you get the same results, you know, and it's just like, it's sickening. But anyways, like, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons that go into this. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. I mean, everybody wants to compare themselves to white people. You want to talk about, oh, um, what white girls do and what white girls don't do. So let's talk about it. Why are white girls getting married then? It's a safe conversation. Anytime black girls start it. But when a black man starts it, nobody wants to talk about it. When I say safe, I'm not talking about this particular subject. I'm talking about comparing black women to white women. When they talk about it, it's okay. When they say, oh, well, white girls do it too. Or how come don't nobody come in white girls when white girls do this, when white girls do that. But when a black man says, okay, you want to talk about white girls so fucking bad. So why are they married and you have kids? Why are they wives and you're baby mamas? All this education, you still ended up just like the hood bitch. Why, why, why is it that they have rings and you have babies? Why? Then when you come and tell me why well, I chose, I ain't want to be, you sound even more stupid than that. That's, don't even tell me that. Now I'm looking at you like you're dumb. So why is it? What have we gone over so far? For what? They know that they can't bring certain niggas home. They're going to lose their families. Man, my back is popping, y'all. I've been doing a lot of back workouts lately, and it is looking good. They are doing, they are doing a lot of, um, they are doing a lot of, um, they care about their family's respect and honor. They know they they know they can't wait till they're 30, 40 years old. Okay? They know when to stop doing childish things that don't make them look like the type of woman that a man should want to marry. Can I that's a big thing we we didn't cover in this episode. They know that. They know I if I really want to be somebody's wife, I can't be out here looking crazy. All this bright colored hair. You think white girls don't want to put green and pink and purple in their hair too? They just know that shit don't scream wife. It screams hoe. Y'all want to be main chicks, but y'all out here looking like the side bitch. Somebody needs to tell you this. So I'm being real with you. Let me let me get real with y'all for a second. Hold on. Let's, let me tap out and tap back. Somebody needs to be real with you. Fuck all the mental shit. I don't know, you probably think somebody should judge you. No, that's how life works. In case you haven't noticed yet. That's, that's, people always want to say that. Don't judge people's shit. But everybody fucking judges. That's how you get through life. That's how you pick a job. That's how you pick your friends. That's how you pick the man. That's how you decide if you're going to even talk to a man when he approaches you in the public or if not. That's how you decide if you're going to DM him back or not. That's how you move through life is judging people. It sucks, but it is what it is. I used to play in the streets. I'd be dead if I didn't judge niggas. I had to judge niggas. That's how I survived. To be able to stand here and talk to you now. I had to judge people. When I was in them jails, I had to make judgments. I had to look at a nigga for five seconds and say, no. You have to judge people. You have to. 
So when these men are seeing you with these chest tattoos, which sucks because, I mean, hey, if you got them, you can't get rid of them, right? But when they're seeing that and you on the gram twerking and you 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 got your titties and ass in every picture and you're showing off your ass, we, it, don't, it don't scream, I should marry this woman. Fucker. Yeah. If she get pregnant, oh, well. Marry her? Hell no. Even the dumbest street nigga is smarter than that. Even the dumbest nigga, whether he's street or not, is smarter than that. The way y'all dress and carry yourselves now, when we were growing up, people from my generation, when we were growing up, I was born in 93, you do your maths. When we was growing up, the way y'all dress and carry yourselves now, the way y'all refer to yourselves now, what only hoes did that shit. So we just look at y'all like y'all some hoes. That's what we were trained to think. And it wasn't just men that taught us that. It was other, our moms and our sisters saying, if you ever see a girl like that, that's a hoe. And we was like, okay, all right, mom. And we, and we, and we, it's been proven right. So do you look marriable for a man who has marriage in his goals, in his heart, in his ambitions? Do you look like the type of woman he should approach for that? Because a lot of y'all are fucking men who want to be married. They just don't want to be married to you. And I'm so sick of tired of black women getting on the internet saying black men don't want to marry. No, they don't want to marry you. And then for some of y'all, until y'all check y'all peers that are making y'all look bad as a whole. And I don't want to hear how they don't do well, it. Y'all should just not generalize us. Yes. Yes. If you deal with 20 people and 18 of them are the same, you're going to generalize those 20 people. Especially if they all look different, come from different backgrounds, got different hair, got different educations. They work different jobs. They got different positions. They got different religions. They got different specifics. And they all give you the same results. You're going to generalize that group of people. Don't check me, check them. They're making life harder for you. What else are you guys doing wrong? You want to you wanna tiptoe and hopscotch and jump rope over double dutch over the good black men that you call lame, that you call boring, that you say can't handle you, and you go get with the white boy who the same motherfucking thing, if not worse. He can even say, this, this scrawny ass cracker can handle you. Please. Please. Y'all don't know when to leave the bad boy alone. You 33 years old, riding, riding around in a car, a street nigga. And you got kids to live for. Y'all have no sense of urgency, no sense of duty. What's duty? Duty is doing things that you may not always want to do, but you know need to be done. That comes with discipline. You got too much pride. You don't know when to promote homie out the friend zone and make him into the dating zone. The men you keep asking God for, you turning down. But you exactly but who the devil wants you to be with. Y'all don't want to hear me though. Y'all don't want to hear me, though. 
This is what's good. This 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 is what's going on. Okay, it's not a priority. Remember what you said? It'll come when it come. You're the only girl in the world sitting on the internet tell, or in real life telling everybody it gonna come when it come. God gonna get me. God ain't gonna get you no man. That, you know, that's my biggest problem with modern Christianity is it teaches people to sit there and be complacent. It teaches people to sit there and wait for God to move. God is waiting on you. You're not waiting on God. Seven out of ten of y'all tell myself, well, I'm waiting on God. No. And that's where you have life fucked up. That's why it's taking you so long to get what you want. Because you think you're waiting for No, God is waiting for you. I'm excuse my profanity, but y'all got me hot. But they say I'm hot and bothered. Okay? I'm fresh out the motherfucking oven. Okay? He's waiting for you. Sorry, Lord. He's waiting for you. You talking about the man? He sends you one every day. They're just not packaged up with tattoos and dreads or whatever it is, all that street shit you're into. He sends you a nigga every day. He sends you a man every day. But that's not what you're attracting into your life. See, y'all don't hear me though. It's not a priority, remember? It'll come when it comes, right? Okay. You keep you keep thinking that. But you're ambitious about everything else in your life. Okay? Then it's your friends. Your friends ain't trying to get married. Your friends is out here not trying to be wives. I'm going to tell you some real shit. And I've said this in several episodes now recently. And this is some real shit I learned from. I, I, it's not my original idea. It's somebody else's idea. Um, women are wives before they're married. Are you a wife? Are you shaping yourself up right now as a wife? Or are you shaping yourself up right now to be somebody's hoe? Some somebody's fuck buddy. Because all that education and shit like that, and cause I, I keep bringing up the education because that's what you guys pry yourselves on. I wouldn't bring it up, you didn't bring it up, but that's what you guys pry yourselves on. I can't tell you I've talked to a black girl and we came across this a question like, um, basically like, what do you bring to the table or something similar? And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is their education. Like I can do anything with their, like I'm finna... Like, they can use their degrees to rub my back or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I keep bringing up education. Because y'all really think men give a fuck. And then when we say what I just said, then it's, oh, he's intimidated. We know it's just that men don't look to women. Y'all, we are not like that. Like, we don't look for you for that. We're not walking down the street like, ah, I bet she went to Harvard. Mm. Oh, I bet she went to Spelman. Oh, let me go talk to her. Hey, did you go to Spelman? Okay, bet, bet. Yeah, I've been looking for it. No, I don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. So here's my thing. I have to say now. I want to say this and I'm going to get it off my chest. Y'all take so much shit from white women. You love to compare yourself to white women. You say white women want to be like you. Why they want to be like you? 
Somebody ashamed of their hair. Somebody who got their kids doing all kind of wild shit on Instagram. Somebody who's fighting everywhere they go. Always in some type of confrontation. And sometimes it's not your fault, but I do believe it's your energy's fault. Right? And sitting there raising some kids by yourself. Why the fuck would they want to be like you? Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you see it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, a lot of the bullshit y'all do, you guys have learned from white women. So why didn't you take the other part? You don't know something else I've noticed too, guys? And, and, and fellas, back me up on this when y'all hear this episode. That especially for the fellas who grew up like me, you kind of grew up half and half on both sides at the same time, right? Because you grew up more in a suburban area rather than a like a, a, a inner city hood or a, a country area where it's nothing, nothing but white people, right? Let me ask you this, fellas, keep it real. All the white girls growing up that had a little fat on them, all them hoes done lost weight. All them bitches done lost weight. They in shape now. Them black girls getting bigger every time you see their ass. Then they can call it thick. Thick? You passed thick about three years ago. You fat now. Huh? They done lost their femininity. Now they walk around here with these masks on that. I seen the girl the other day. She was rapping on the camera. I was like... But she wasn't rapping like, like, like she's a rapper. Like she was spitting some shit, I guess. One of these girls uh, made up. City girls, some shit like that. And I'm like, yo, it's like watching like a... This is some nigga energy. She was, yeah, and fuck these niggas. I was like, yo, chill, brother. My nigga. Chill, brother. Like, damn, dog. What we do to you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and their favorite word, who hurt you? You know what I mean? Like, y'all learned all this shit from these bitches. Why don't you take that? Go jogging every morning like they do. Eat yogurt for lunch like they do. Get married. You can make it happen. Make it a demand. Make it a standard. Let a nigga know. You ain't getting all the... And you know, another thing black women do, but they give it all away, boy. For free. White women don't do that shit. I've dated white women. I know, trust me, they don't do that shit. Not with nobody. Oh, I ain't going to say they're not going to show a man why you should marry me. They're going to definitely show you. But white women don't give it all the way. I done seen countless black women give that shit all the way. They give it all away. They give it all the way, my brother. My sister, they give it all the way for free. For free. There's this Instagram model, right? She had these huge titties, and I wanted to see them. I went and found her on Twitter, right? Sorry, titties. Now, me personally, before I even go any further, I'm not paying for nobody's OnlyFans. But I'm just saying, had she not gave it away for free... The only other way for me to see it was I would have to what? Pay the fee. Y'all give it all away for free. For free. Your nipples on the internet. 
And I mean that like literally, but more so metaphorically. Like, you know, y'all give it all away for free. But a nigga, what am I going to pay for some shit I can get for free for? For what? For why? Why would I do that? I got Spotify. I pay X amount of money a month, unlimited music. So why would I stop at the store and buy the digital copy of the album for $13 when I'm already paying $13 a month to listen to your music and everyone else's? You see what I'm saying? Like, what am, what am I, what am I, what am I doing? Huh? But, you know, let y'all tell it. Y'all got all the time in the world, right? You got all the time in the world and men should do this for you. And that's another thing. White women are smart enough to know, even with the, all their education, with their real hair, with all these things that they got going on, with their fit bodies, they know a man is still just as much of a prize as a woman is, and they have to show themselves worthy. They know they have the y'all call them docile. No, they're not docile, they're feminine. You see, the problem with a lot of y'all is y'all feminine for the wrong men. And then you get this bad image of men in your head. And then by the time the good guy comes along, he can't even get past the walls that you've created. You see, you wasted your time and your youth. White women already know, if I keep fucking with these fuckboys, I'm going to become a cold-ass bitch. Because they have, trust me, they got cold friends. White people don't live as many perfect lives as y'all think they do. It's just a lot of y'all don't know white people, so y'all just assume that, no, they have aunties that are single, lonely bitches in their ear, just like y'all got some aunties like that. They got friends that are bitter bitches, bitter Becky bitches too, and they don't want to be like them. So they realize, okay, I got to stop dating this type of man and start dating this type of man, even though I may not fully, and then eventually they start to like it, right? There's like a lot of things in life. You may not want to do it. And you start to do it after a while. You're like, okay, you know, this ain't bad. Matter of fact, this is actually good. Matter of fact, this is better than what I was doing before. I could get used to this. This is where I belong. This is my calling. But y'all, y'all don't want to do that. Y'all gamble with everything else, though. You let niggas fuck you raw. You, um, you know, you go to different hairstyles every time. You gamble with everything else. Everything, 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 every motherfucking thing. Okay? Y'all gamble with, with what you put in your hair. Y'all go. Somebody say, oh, this shit work. All right, fuck it. I don't want to read that. Put it in my head. Dangerous chemical, but put it in my head. Hey. Y'all gamble with it all. But you won't gamble with nothing good. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. No. Has it has it been working for you? The shit you've been doing. The same shit that got your mama lonely. Your auntie lonely and all your friends running around here talking about some fuck these niggas. These niggas ain't shit. Has it been working? The city girl methods. You know, the same city girls who go home to their boyfriends every night. Yeah. Has it been working? But you're scared to step out here and try something else. The man you've been asking for is a nigga you call your bro. The nigga you call your friend.
But you keep you you. But you know what, black woman? You know what I know about y'all. Y'all think y'all know every fucking thing. Y'all think y'all know every fucking thing. You think you got it all figured out. Everybody else. When I say everybody else, I mean everybody else. And there's always going to be individuals in those groups who are dummies. But as a general, as a whole, overall, everybody else understands. And they don't got it all figured out. Let me listen to somebody who who might know what they're talking about, even though what they're saying is offensive to me or it makes my skin brawl, um, crawl, or I just don't necessarily even agree, but I have to admit the things I've been taught ain't working. So maybe this, this should work. Y'all the only ones. Y'all are the only ones. Can't nobody talk to y'all and tell y'all shit. You got it all figured out. You got all the fucking answers. This is why I said, this is, this is why as much as I love black women, I, I also tell people, just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Because they, they think they know everything. Leave them alone. What are we going to do? I mean, how long do you think I'm going to get on these podcasts, stand here for an hour or two, talking to y'all? How long do you think Kevin Samuel is going to get on his podcast every night? Huh? I don't know. I don't follow him. But I know y'all, you, y'all used to like listen to that nigga Derek Jackson. How long? How long? He gonna talk to you? How long anybody gonna talk to you? How long? But you stubborn. You say black man lead. I'm trying to. Bitch, get out the way. Move. Move! Get out of my way and get out of your own way! Why are you comparing this to white women? Why do you want to look like white woman? You compared yourself. So you want to know what you need to be doing? Taking some notes. You learned all the bad shit. Now let's learn some of the good shit. Because they got it figured out over there. They've got it figured out somewhat over there. And you can say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, they come home to a husband and you come home to a child. Or even worse, honestly, you go home by yourself. And you've tried to convince yourself that that's okay. But you, you don't realize that it's not. That's why you can't ever be by yourself. That's why you're constantly trying to find something to distract you. You are constantly on the edge of trying to find something. You can't ever sit still. Because that's when everything starts to seep in. And that's when reality grabs you by your throat. And starts to squeeze the life out of you. Squeeze the air out of you. Squeeze the glow out of your skin. Because that's when reality starts to hit you that, yo, you really have fucked up. You really fucked up. And I'm here to tell you that 75% of that, and that's a lot, is your fault. (laughs) 
Take it from somebody who knows white people and black people. I probably know equal. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Twenty out of I would if I had to say if I know twenty white girls, fifteen of them are married. The other five out of the out of the other five, those three out of that five are in serious committed relationships. The other two are just wayward. Out of twenty black girls, fifteen of them are not married. And out of that other five, only two of them are in relationships. The other three are baby mamas or lonely. And lately, in person and on and on social media, I've been coming across a lot of people I grew up with. I don't know why. I've just, I don't know if it's just something going on in the universe, something that God has planned for me. I don't know. But I've been coming across a lot of people I grew up with. Even people I never even spoke to, but we were at the same school, we were in the same class, whatever. And some of them are black, and some of them are white. Or some of them are like other races. And most of them are black or white. Right? And I'm here to tell you that most of them, the white ones... Almost, I and it blows my mind because a lot these white girls, I'm telling you, they're not they weren't all perfect. And they they not only are they married now, but they've changed and they realize that they had to change to get those lives that they wanted. See, that's another thing black women have a problem doing is understanding that you cannot be everything. White women understand I can't be, I'm not gonna be able to be a fucking club going. Drinking ass, mother of two, wife that gets on the internet and looks single. They 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 understand that black women don't get that shit, bro. Black women they think they could be everything, and if we can't deal with it, then we're weak. The men I'm talking about, we. When I say we, white men ain't going for that shit. There's nothing black men. It's y'all fault too. We gotta stop going for that shit. We gotta put our foot down, no matter how attractive we are to the shit too. Cause we got that same problem black women got. We love to go for the bad black women. We can't leave them bad ones alone. Cause we get that's the one that turn us on. That's the one that get us our dick hard. When we think about it, one thought. Dick hard. Just think about it. They just say their name. You dick. You, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? The black people live off their dicks and their pussies. That's why white people don't, bro. They really don't. I'm pretty sure some of them white folks don't even be having sex like that. They probably have sex like once a week, once a month, whenever, you know what I'm saying? They need to have kids or just, just oh, well, it's our anniversary. I guess that's what we do. Black people draining themselves and they wonder why they get bored so quickly. You done did everything within a week. Y'all got to excuse me for a sec. Y'all can probably hear this shit, but. Okay. I don't know if y'all heard that or not, but excuse me if, I, if y'all did hear it. I knew that one was going to be kind of loud. I felt it. Anyways, okay, y'all, y'all let me get out here and go get me something to eat, man. Or drink me some tea or something. Gotta hit my apple cider vinegar first. Y'all don't realize that shit. That goes back to what I said earlier, but y'all don't even look like wives. Half the time. Go on these white girls' pages. They got titties. Some of them even got a little ass. They're not showing it, though. You can see it, obviously. It's there. They're not showing it. Y'all think that y'all gonna go and do everything. No. Y'all disrespectful as hell. White women know if I want this, this is what I'm gonna have to become. A lot of them white girls, like I said, when we were growing up, 
They're nudes. I've seen some of these girls naked because they're nudes floated around the school like a motherfucking paper airplane. These girls was sucking as much dick, if not more, than the black girls. These girls was, they was hoeing. They was, they done sucked the whole football team, baseball team, softball team, lacrosse team, hockey team, soccer team. Shit. They done created a team just to suck them off. And, but they realized I can't, I can't bring that into my adult life. Black girls still doing the same shit. Still doing the same shit. 28 years old, still doing the same shit. They don't get it. They don't get it. We early to everything else but marriage and family. Everything else we're trying to get 21. 21, you're trying to be a fucking millionaire. Every black person want to be a millionaire by the time they're 21. To everything else, we're late. Y'all don't hear me, though. Because y'all got it all figured out. But you keep going through life thinking that you're going to get it when you, whenever it comes. Or, you know, you'll get it together eventually. Or, you know, you don't need a man. Or, you know, you can raise these kids by yourself, which is just selfish as fuck. Clearly shows me that you don't really understand the true roles and benefits of men. Um... You know, and what we could bring to the table for a child to develop into a great person to have that balance of feminine energy and masculine energy being dumped into them. The things that a woman just cannot teach a child, just like there's things that a man just cannot teach a child. That's where the balance comes in. But you guys keep, you know, you guys keep running around here thinking that you're going, you know, be every woman. You're going to be a career and uh, you're going to be partying and you're also going to be somebody's wife. And you keep thinking that, you know, men should just stop judging you and you're going to wear your hair and your nails and the tattoos and smoke the weed as much. You just keep doing that shit. You just keep thinking that, you know what I'm saying? You just keep thinking that. You just keep thinking that and you keep playing stupid games, you're going to get a stupid prize. You keep thinking that. You keep thinking that every man that talks to you got to be a multimillionaire and um, be a street nigga and be muscular and have all the women that want him in the world, but he only dates one and he also got to have tattoos. You you keep thinking that you're going to get this super nigga. And a nigga like that would want you anyway. Like you, you just keep thinking that you don't have to lose weight. Men gonna, you keep having this, men going to accept me as I am attitude. Look around the world, but all the other women get it. So once again, the main question I have for you is how is it working out for you, this, this mentality? Because everybody else is getting results. Everybody else is getting results. You keep you 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 just keep thinking that. You keep going for the you you almost 30 years old riding around in a car, nigga that sell weed and got guns. And that gangbang and, and rob niggas and do stupid shit. You keep doing that. You keep doing that. I was just with one of my homies yesterday. And she going to tell me about this other girl that we know. And um, how her car got shot up because of the nigga she fucked with. You see, y'all see what I'm saying? Like you, you keep, you keep doing that shit though. Risking your life to take you away from your children and, and, and your parents and your friends and your family and your business and all this education 
just to be with a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? And not a street nigga that's trying to elevate either. Because real street niggas trying to elevate. They know I can't I can't be no street nigga forever. A real street nigga is always trying to find his way out. Always. In everything he do, there's an exit strategy. There's never this mentality of, of I'm just living life and whatever. No. No, because I know plenty of reformed street niggas who really did this shit. But guess one thing I can say about it. The whole time, the whole time they was in the streets, there was always an exit strategy. There was always a, all right, but yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to open up this barbershop, man. Like, I'm trying to get up out of this shit, boy. This shit hot. I'm tired of this shit. They was getting tired of that shit, bro. And sometimes things don't change in life until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. How Are you sick and tired yet? Not yeah, You ain't. That's another problem. Y'all ain't tired yet. Y'all listening to my episode, y'all listen to Kevin Sammons, you listen to Derek, you listen to whoever, but you ain't tired yet. Let me ask you a real serious question. When is it going, what is it going to take? A nigga got to beat your ass? Damn near almost kill you? Pull the hair out your head so now you got to wear a wig? Like, what's it, what's it going to take? Another kid? An incurable STD? Like, what's it going to take? A lot of white women will tell you, they'll, they'll look at you and be like, girl, phew, and wipe the sweat off their brow because they knew if they, didn't, if, they didn't t- if they didn't tighten up, it was coming. The way they was living, yeah, syphilis, um, is syphilis incurable? I, I, I forget. AIDS, all that shit was coming. Babies, un- unwanted babies, ba- ba- bastard children born out of wedlock, it was coming. But they, they, they realized it before, before it was too late. Changed their ways completely. Right? And went on about. I'm not going to say too much, but I remember this one specific group of white girls. That was on some bullshit growing up. And I remember, even while we were growing up, watching them split up. And they went in to hang out with other white girls. Some They hang out with black girls too. I'm just saying mainly like white girls. And these were white girls who were drink Starbucks and you know, had normal conversations and talked about going to school and shit like that, right? And what ended up happening is, like, so I'm going to just make up three. We're going to say A, B, C, and D. Them the white girls, right? So A, go hang out with these girls, and B, go hang out with these girls, and C, go hang out with these other girls, and D, go hang out with these other girls. And then years later, they'll all come back together, bro, but they'll be different now. They're not sluts anymore. They're married have children, have business, have education. They're honorable members of their community. They're somebody you can look up to. Somebody you can leave your children around. Somebody you can let watch. You can let your children follow them on Instagram. I wouldn't let my children follow half of y'all on Instagram. I wouldn't let them follow half of y'all on Instagram. And don't tell them when you're going to have one of them days where you just decide, fuck it. I'm going to suck a damn cucumber. Like, I wouldn't let my children fall out and slap the shit out of my kid and come to some shit like that. Get that shit out of here. What you doing watching that shit for? Get that shit out of here. Get your ass in that motherfucking room. I'm not... I, and, and, you know, at this point, I don't feel like I should have to say it, but if you take the things I talk about on this podcast... As hatred or trying to belittle you, you really have a far way to go, a farther way to go than I thought. 
This comes from a place of love and wanting to see our our people do better. And it also comes from a place of disappointment. Because that was my goal. Was to marry one of y'all and starting to look like it's probably not going to happen. So yeah, if I personally, I don't know about other black men, but I'm disappointed. Because I'm not settling just to be with a girl just because she's black. No, 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 that is, no that's not going to happen. And that, that's not what we do over here. So my whole, my whole thing is this, man. Like, you know, I ain't going to talk about it too much. I ain't going to talk to you. I know I talked your head off a lot already. But y'all just, you guys just, you know, you're either going to learn how to listen to people like me or you're going to keep doing what you're doing. And you're going to keep, it's just going to get worse and worse. And it's going to come a point of no return. Some of y'all are already at the point of no return. All you can do at this point is not cry over spilled milk and see what you can get out there. But you're going to have to understand that based on the things you've done to your body, the things that you've pushed out of your body, your limit, your options are now limited. And you don't have time to waste. You don't have time to play anymore and think it's just going to come to you when the time is right. You don't have that time. There is no time is right because there is no time anymore. Tick, 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 boom, explode, bomb. It's over with. Everybody has their glory days. White men, Spanish men, Asian men. We all have our glory days. Y'all run y'all glory days for too long. I ran my glory days for too long. I'm not, I'm not perfect talking to y'all. I'm not married. I'm not perfect talking to y'all. I let my glory days go up until 25, bro. 26. Now I'm trying to catch up to the things I should have did when I was 21. Do you see the difference? And I'm 27. I'll be 28 in a month and two days. Do you understand me? Like, this is some serious shit. But you've under, you've, you, they, let them people tell you, they tell you wrong. And what's sad about it is the, a lot of the women who are telling y'all these things, especially these, these musicians, they all got men. They're telling you to be single while they go home to a, to a man. They're telling you don't put up with this, don't put up with that, don't put up with this, just don't put up with that. It's like, okay, you think white women are, are not putting up with shit? They understand duty. They understand duty and they understand the power of a family. Whether that's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially. They understand these things. Y'all don't understand these things. So you pass it around like it's nothing. And you keep playing with yourself. You keep playing with your life. You keep playing. But I'm here to tell you that shit can get really real really quick. And all it takes is one bad night. One bad night. Change your whole life forever. Some of y'all already know that. And the evidence is in your back seat in the car seat right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ski. And I get it. I love my son, Tommy. I, I love my kid. I, I, they were a blessing to me. I get it. But you didn't want that. That's not what you laid down to do. I mean, I would hope not. 
So, hey, but once again, a lot of you guys are going to hear this and not do anything about it. Having knowledge and applying knowledge are two different things. Completely different things. So, it's your boy time of year, Raw Sex. Good luck.